Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there. I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to be talking about the real estate statistics for March 2021. Hi, everyone. How you doing? I uh, hope you had a great week or two. We missed last week. Sorry about that. And uh, we are back, though, with the stats for March, which came out this week. And that's um, been all pretty much crazy around here. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you want to chat about first, Leslie? You want to report on your crazy activity happening in the condo market that you've been actively involved in? No, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, condo buyers, and um, it's. uh, I think it's just a really uh, tough time to be a buyer, probably of anything right now, Mm -hmm. um, because the market is so strong, and in most circumstances, is a strongly seller's market, and things are going fast, and prices are going up every week, and. you know, sometimes you take longer to make a decision about a pair of shoes than you have time to make a decision about a purchase. That's right. So that was my last week. Well, I have heard from a lot of people who have said in the suburbs, they're starting to see things. I agree. Not quiet down, but not be as frenetic. Right. So maybe two or three or four offers on not every place. Not double-digit offers, yeah. As opposed to like 86. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I've seen that myself, although I had a couple of incidents where um, my clients were going to bid on one place and they didn't get any offers. My clients ended up putting in an offer because they didn't get any. We expected it to go crazy. And then uh, they didn't take our offer either. Because right. They, so they're, that's what's happening. So yeah. they're, they're artificially setting the price low uh, because of what's been going on. In the marketplace. Which and we've then, seen for 20 and years. And then if that doesn't happen, then they're not selling. Yeah. They're relisting at a higher price. Right. And there mm-hmm. may be a bit of a seller expectation on realism out yeah. there. Right. Yeah. They've looked at the last couple of months and seen the frenzy yeah. and, you know, me too, me too. Uh-huh. And it still is maybe me too, just not me too, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I think and I think on top of that, you got to price it really well. Like yeah. you can't, if you want to go crazy over asking, you got to make sure you have a really low list price. Yeah. And um, I know that sounds obnoxious, but Mm -hmm. it's how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Having said that, we can only rely, as always, on the stats. And let's talk about March, which was crazy. Mm -hmm. We had the third straight year, uh, sorry, month, uh, where we've seen record sales. Mm -hmm. So, and I find this fascinating. We we were up at sales volume. um, I think it was uh, 41% compared to last year. Now... This is great to see, right? Because if you talk about, I mean, people talk about the prices being so inflated because there's no inventory, but our inventory is up and our sales are up and the prices are still going up. Mm-hmm. So, you know. What now, the, what's that, you know, what to what account do you consider, excuse me for blubbering, that March 2020 was when COVID started? So, so sales are going to be up 41%. But to first, me, that's not a surprise. But the first two weeks of yeah. March 2020 were strong. Yeah. But the second two weeks it, were... There, there was nothing selling. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's definitely um, where I was going to go with that. That's oh. part of the part of the mm-hmm. thing for sure. You know, um, nonetheless, prices way up as well. We had uh, basically somewhere around 21, 22% price overall, which is awesome. Um, 
depending on <laughs> which side of the mm-hmm. seller's or buyer's market you're on. Um, and largely detached, which is interesting because, you know, for a long time there, it was the detached market that was lagging mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, all the other smaller, you know, products were selling more. And now we're seeing the detached market rise again. Um, so, yeah, so that brought, and then this is fascinating to me, the average price of a detached in the 416 was one point seven five. Mm-hmm. Right, so I don't know how many people can afford that. No, I, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, it's a lot of money, right? <laughs> it's a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and that was up nineteen percent yeah. over last year, which is nothing compared to the nine hundred five, where the average price in the nine hundred five for a detach is now over one three, yeah. and that's up thirty one and a half percent over last year. So it has been bananas. Mm-hmm. What can you not? What what else is there to say? Mm-hmm. Just bananas. So, you know, sales in terms of the nine hundred five uh, were way up as well. And so, I mean, you've got a lot of people who are now thinking, "I'm just going to sell and make my money." Right. Um, oh, I think we talked about this before. Where they're going to go next is another story. But that's yeah. that's the only question I have when I t- uh, connect with people who own out there and are seeing this market and wanting to take advantage of it, it's, it comes down to, well, then what? What do I do then? Right. And people are, some people are having a hard time wrapping their head around that, but clearly many are not having a hard time wrapping their head around That's that. right. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're going to rent or you're retiring mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. moving to Spain. Or mm-hmm. um, okay, so that was the largest price increase of all the segments, all the markets. Um, so is that Durham you said? No, on 905 in general. general. Where we saw uh, the second largest increase was in townhouses in the 905, which Mm -hmm. rose 22% over last year. And the average townhouse in the 905 was about 850. So that still seems decently affordable, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Yeah, just to be attached on a couple sides or one side. It's Mm -hmm. not so bad. Um, semi-detached also did well in the 905. Semi-detached up 20%. Those very strong in the 416 as well, but not nearly as much as we saw in the 905. So let's just talk about condos for a second because, of course, that's the, you know, the area that's been dropping a little bit. Um, and still in the 416, prices were down almost a percent, mm-hmm. 0.7%. Which is interesting. Again, not sort of what I've seen in no. the four one six, but but this is interesting. Condo prices up thirteen and a half percent in the nine oh five, and I think we're we've gotten to that point where now people can't afford houses, houses in the nine oh five, so they're like yeah. moving to condos, which is what they've been doing in the city for a long time. Right. So all across the board, I mean super strong. It's it's just been phenomenal, uh, and I just. A lot of speculation about when it might end or what this means in the future. You know, how can we even predict? No. You know? No, I mean, we would not have predicted that um, the record sales in a global time of a global pandemic. So I, I am always nervous, and we've talked about this before, and take anybody who does predict with a grain of salt. Yes. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows. No, mm-hmm. nobody knows. The only thing I know is that since I've been doing this, they keep going up. Yeah, and yeah. the people who know have never known. No, that's right. That's, that's, that's the, the one that's thing the, I know. That's the one certainty. <laughs> the people that claim to know don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it irritating. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about this, but it just especially when I talk to people, you know, 
oh, the market's going to crash. I'm like, yeah, okay, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, I found a really cool thing, which uh, we're going to post on our social media. It's floating around. People may have seen it already, but if not, check out our social media. It's a graph of several countries in the world, maybe 10 countries, maybe there's more, of how the prices have increased mm-hmm. over the years and how um, Canada has now, you know, the prices in Canada have outpaced as an increase any other country mm-hmm. on this, on this uh, maybe any country, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that if it, it goes for all of them, but certainly, you know, the countries we think about having high sales prices, you know, the U.S., the U.K., mm-hmm. And it's uh, France, even like it's crazy. So we are uh, so strong. The real estate market is so strong here. So I mm-hmm. think you know, for anybody who is ever thinking about buying real estate, you just have to do. It. You just have to jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so some of the markets where we've seen, um, you know, some really good increases, and it really it's it's almost everywhere. Uh, but I'll just go through a couple of these with you just because I think it's always good to see where the highs and lows are, right? Um, so let's talk about uh, Toronto, uh, where we've seen some some of the strongest increases. And this is really interesting, is the highest market um, for detached was, let me just find it here and make sure I've got it right. The highest increase? The highest increase was E8. So that's East that's like around Guildwood. Um, yeah. I think it was last month it was E6, wasn't it? It was E6. So it's, yeah, that part of the, front, the world mm-hmm. is. And E6 is, is up this, about mm-hmm. the same. So they're both like 25%. So that's been a um, really nice increase there, which is great. There's, I know a lot of people who want to be in the city, they just have to go a little bit east, right? Um, to get something they can afford. But obviously that's becoming a little, a little more difficult. Uh, so we're talking detached here. And then if we look at the areas that have suffered the most in the detached market, it's really the same as where we've been before, and that's downtown C1. Right, and, we, and we've explained and talked about how that, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it had an increase, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about condos because, again, if we're looking at, you know, condos and where we're seeing good increases and sort of the lags, um, this, the highest increase in the condo market in the city was uh, E4, which is interesting. Um, that is in the East End, sort of, you know, St. Clair, Warden, Victoria Park on that side. So we saw, we just sold a, a condo in that area actually on Fairfax. So We've seen we've seen that <laughs> we've mm-hmm. experienced that <laughs> record sale for the building we just had uh, with fifteen offers, which is nice. So um, they're up almost sixteen percent, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a fair number of condos around there, but that's still a, a you know quite an affordable neighborhood for those of you that are maybe thinking that you want to be you know in a condo but you can't afford to be too central. You know, going a little bit further east in that neighborhood is great because you're really close to the subway. Mm-hmm. And other transit, and there's some really nice new buildings in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, if we're looking for the smallest increase in the city, which is probably representative of um, what we've seen the last couple of months, is C8. So that's the central 
downtown east area where they're down about seven percent in price wow. yeah mm-hmm. which is pretty dramatic yeah that's more than i would have thought me too i'm not surprised it's that area but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know why i don't know why that particular area mm-hmm. ebbs and flows they did better in the detached market this month though but the condo market they've, mm-hmm. they've been a little bit quiet um great area though but there's a lot of buildings there um, certainly not as much as C1, which is our, you know, very central downtown core, but C8, there's a lot of h- really high-end ones that went up around the waterfront. Mm-hmm. So that could explain some of that because mm-hmm. I would guess that a lot of the units that have sold in the past have been these right. $2 million, $3 million right. units along the water, and maybe, uh, you know, those haven't sold as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's where we're at, I think. Um you know, it's kind of the same story that we've seen repeatedly over and over again. You know, you've got to, if you're buying and selling in the same market, then it's not an issue for you. But for those of you that are thinking that right now might be a good time for you to buy, I would encourage it. And I know that there are a lot of realtors or a lot of people that would say now is not a good time to buy because they're concerned about the prices falling in the future. But I think as we've seen statistically year over year you can't lose Mm -hmm. i agree and it's important to you know just get your foot in the door Mm -hmm. yeah now if it was you right now would you be doing would you buy a condo would you feel comfortable buying a condo um sure i would yeah i wouldn't rule out any type housing type Mm -hmm. um yeah i would yeah Mm -hmm. would you yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and i would look to areas like c8 Mm -hmm. Right, the it makes prices sense. are down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just kind of see, you know, there's not a lot of deals out there. But if you're going to get one, mm-hmm. that might be where it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, seven percent loss is nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, C one is interesting because they're also down a fair bit. They're down uh, almost five percent in the condo market, but that's not anything. That's no surprise to me because. You know, C eight to some degree, but C one is all those little tiny right bachelor. Right. Use them for Airbnbs, you know, tiny. Some of them are so small you can't, right? You know, have, you know, time to or room to swing a cat, so they say. Mm-hmm. So um, I can see that that makes sense to me because a lot of people would want to dispose of that and move into something larger, mm-hmm. especially if there's no outdoor space. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So, but I'm so curious to see how things will change over the next year. You know, like what's going to happen when. When goes to say when we, the restrictions are lifted, I'm not even sure that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if the restrictions one day in the future are lifted and we can go out again, you know, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what will the condo market do? Mm, will people flood back into the city for work and and appreciate those small pieds again, or will they just still want their other space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't say anymore. No. I don't think I can even guess. No. Mm-hmm. Um, the other interesting thing, I think, is about cottage country, right? Like, how how will that continue, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm just so curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the areas where we've seen the highest detached prices in the 905. So, um, from your experience, do you have a lot of clients that are looking out outward right now? Uh, I don't have a lot of buyers looking to buy out there. I have people who own Ajax, Oshawa, 
Bowmanville and are con- wondering because it's doing so well if now is the time to think about it. Right. So I have people thinking of, of jumping on the selling bandwagon. I don't have people who want to move out there. Mm. Do you? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, oh, I've done quite a few this year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had mm-hmm. Bob Cajun, had an offer in on Keswick the other day. I've had some rural properties here and there. Yeah, it's been, mm-hmm. there's been quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about the areas where we've seen the highest increase. In the 905. Do you remember what it was last time when we talked about I think this? La- was it last month? Was it Oshawa? And before that, it was kind of Clarington area. Yeah, it, it was actually that place called Essa. Remember we were yes. saying we didn't know where that was? Well, that they've topped the charts again. 46%. <laughs> we still haven't looked it up. It's just one person just buying all, up all of Essa. I'm not sure, but man. And then Innisfil was next yeah. with almost also 46%. Innisfil doesn't surprise me. I hear a lot about Innisfil. I don't even, I don't think they've yeah. ever been to Innisfil. Oh, I know Innisfil because of hockey, but Innisfil, uh, a lot of people are actually talking about Innisfil. Yes. So all of Simcoe County had really overall the highest increase. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Durham region, of course, super hot as well. Uh, Brock mm-hmm. had 37%. Mm-hmm. Clarington, almost 36 um, And Whitby, 33 So, <laughs> it's just crazy, right? So, I think now is not the time to buy an ESSA. Yeah, ESSA, <laughs> man. But, I mean, it's just going up. <laughs> so, I said this before. If I was a shop owner, yeah, I would be setting up shop in Essa, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Something's, there's got to be a need, because clearly people want to live there. Yeah. Um, Halton region, also strong, of course. It's, it always hovers around the same. Uh, but Halton, I've seen, that's that's the one area where I'm starting to see a little bit of a um, pullback in some of the craziness, right? That's where we were seeing 80 offers, 60 offers. Um, and I've been involved in a few offers in Halton in the last little while, and they've been more like 10, yes. 8, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and then, yeah, Georgina was another one. That's my Keswick story from the other yeah. day. 37% they've been up there. But it, uh, going through it, do you think there's anything different between uh, 10 offers and 60 offers? Because uh, in my mind, if there's a place with 60 offers, 50 of them are junk. True. I don't know. I guess so. I like. Does it re- does it translate to m- higher sales prices? Yeah, sixty over ten. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, hard to say. Like I've been successful this year on on a number of offers that have been eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. That seems to be my number right now. Um, I had one. One we got. I think it was like twenty two or something. That was that was pretty good. But then I've lost out when there's only been two. Right. (laughs) So so you just never know. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to counsel clients too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've kind of been in that that, uh, position now a few times where, you know, I'm trying to explain to people, you know, if you want the house and you want into the real estate market, you just have to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, why are you holding back 50 grand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. If you want it, you know, and you're going to spend 1.1 million, why are you offering 1 million and 50? Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like, the $50,000, 
And I don't mean to sound callous about it, but you're going to make that up in three minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you close, sign the paperwork, you've already made 20 <laughs> grand, right? It's like, it seems a bit silly. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford it, why are, why are we doing the strategy game that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, I think, what, what I find frustrating, yeah. you know, because I've had a couple of, a couple of those. What do you think our strategy is? The same thing as last time. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> you just, you just, <laughs> just give them your money and see where it goes. <laughs> what are you worried about? Um, yeah. Like, I honestly had this conversation with someone yesterday. I was like, you lost the last one because you held back that 50000 that you could have spent. And we're talking about doing it again. <laughs> but you, but I, I thought you said you want this house. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Because mm-hmm. we don't, you know, there's going to be eight offers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean that's that may sound callous, but I'm I'm here to tell you that that extra fifty thousand dollars, first of all, is about like five cents on your mortgage every month. It's not even worth thinking about. And second of all, you literally will make that up in two months, right? Yeah, but I mean we're in the trenches with it. Some people, because of everything going on in the media and all the doom and gloom, you know. And- Bubbles and bursting, and don't have the <laughs> confidence. Maybe then maybe or they now can't weed through. Can't weed through yeah. the media to have that confidence. Yeah, and I did say mm-hmm. this to these particular people, like if you're not willing to go all in, I don't think this is your time. Mm-hmm. Like this is not this right. is not the market to and that's, be. And that's the problem and because it never will be their time. Based well, on I know that, <laughs> and they should know that after the number of offers they've put in. But some people just don't get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. And again, like if you're looking for a deal, you know, and you're like, ooh, maybe if I hold back that thirty thousand, okay. There are some deals out there. I saw a few of them on the weekend, but you know where you want to be. You don't want to live there. No, <laughs> that's okay. But having said that, would Better you not just get it over not getting anything? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I would. I would. Yeah. I, I wish they had. This client of mine, I'm going to tell a story because I think this is, this is really important. I don't want everybody to listen okay. to this story. Bated breath. So I have this young fella who last year bought or two years ago bought a condo and he had 400000 That's it. And so we looked at every $400,000 place. And then two years ago, there was not a lot of them and they were in horrible neighborhoods. And uh, he ended up buying a place in Mississauga in a building that was not particularly desirable. And he got it for three thirty, And it had space. It had what he wanted. And he was very clear. You know what? It's better than nothing. This is what I'll do. I'll make it. I'll make it my home. And he put some money into it. And we just sold it for four seventy five. Two years later, right? Which is a massive percentage increase over two years ago. It doesn't sound like much from three thirty to four seventy five, but whatever increase that is, it's huge. So, is that the one I saw? Is that, yeah, 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 lovely. So, here's a guy who's like, he didn't want to live in Mississauga, but that's, and he didn't want to live in that building, but that's all he could afford. But he was so smart in order to make that move that he's made, you know, one hundred fifty thousand dollars in two years that he can now turn around and they and now they've bought a beautiful home in Burlington. Mm-hmm. And so just to be able to have the foresight to go, okay, it's short term. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to get my dream home mm-hmm. on the first mm-hmm. round. I need to get in the market and start making some money. Right. Yeah. What is it that prevents people from getting that, I wonder? You know? I don't know. Is it uh, HGTV? It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like my, my parents gym. told me I should never get... I did have that recently. Somebody, who was that? It was one of my clients. I can't remember. I hope they're not listening. And they were saying, my parents told me we should never buy a place that had uh, rooms less than 10 by 10. Oh. And I was like, they, and meanwhile, they live in like, you know, Caledon, like in some mm-hmm. big house, yeah. <laughs> four bedrooms. I'm like, All right, yeah, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should have two bedrooms and 10 by 10, but we only have 750. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, that's, I, that's a little bit of something I'm going through now where... Uh, some parents are involved in buying places for their kids, and they have these notions from the past right. that don't reflect the condos that are being built now and, and, and the market right now. Right. But, you know, I can see one guy that I'm going around with a lot saying the very same thing. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that might have been the case in 1959. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. When all the condos were 2,000 square feet. But now the entire condo was 10 by 10. And so <laughs> that's what you get. And yeah. it's all, but it could be worse. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it could be Hong Kong where they're like 8 by 8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, all that to say, if you're one of these people listening, God, just jump in. Just mm-hmm. buy something, mm-hmm. you know, buy anything. Yeah. Because you just, you're, you're just going to make money before you do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, okay. Uh, anything else you want to add to this conversation about our March no, stats? I think you've summed it up. The highs and the lows. Not really any lows. No, no, really. The highs. C8. C8. Condos. Yeah. That's about it. Okay, good. Well, listen, everyone. Uh, as always, hope you found that somewhat insightful. You can, uh, if you wouldn't mind, follow us on our social media sites. It is the Janelle Cameron team. And, of course, we always appreciate it if you will uh, subscribe to this podcast so you can get our weekly content. And uh, welcome to season two, by the way. Welcome to season two. Oh, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Should mention that at the beginning. Um, Okay, excellent. So uh, reach out to us if you have any questions. We look forward to chatting with you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone.